An industry under pressure. Innovation in its finest hour. This is the Oil & Gas Technology Podcast, where sharp minds reveal the brilliance and sheer determination turning great ideas into new realities. Hear about how it happens in real life with your host, Michael O'Sullivan. The views of the host are expressly his own and should not be construed as the views of any other corporation, consortium, governing body, or interplanetary federation. So have you thought ever about, um, well, we use this, we use this word cyber, really it's a prefix, cyber, and, uh, well, you know, most recently the big talk is cybersecurity, and we say cyber and we think, uh, we think mostly about, well, you know, if you look up the definition of cyber now, you're going to get something like, uh, you know, of or related to computers or networks or the internet or something like that mostly computers. However, um, some of you might remember uh, way back uh, at the beginning of the Terminator, Terminator, (laughs) the Terminator franchise uh, starring the one and only Arnold Schwarzenegger. You might remember that the name of that company uh, that built all those cyborgs was Cyberdyne. And uh, of course that movie was made, uh, when was that made? That, man, that, that's like the '80s or something, right? I mean, that was that was um, that was long before we started talking about cyber. Yeah, '84. So long before we started talking about cyber as uh, related to our computers, because we didn't even have computers. Most of, most of us didn't have computers back in 1984. Anyway, um, however, however, folks, if you really look at the history, uh, really, really, the whole using of the prefix or the word cyber goes back to the word cybernetics, which uh, might make you think about building cyborgs. But in fact, the concept of cybernetics predates anything to do with computers or any invention of computers. And uh, I'm not going to give you the whole story right now because, um, well, to be honest, uh, my audio fixer guy, Mr. Mac Roman, uh, who also fancies himself a producer, well, actually, that's not fair. He really is a producer. Anyway, uh, he recently told me, he said, you know, those little opening things you do, uh, they're getting a little bit long. Like, like you need to keep them, you need to be more concise. And, uh, and I said, all right, well, I, I, I can just, you know, I can say, like, I'll, I'll pick fewer things to talk about. He said, no, no, no. He said, don't, 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 don't say less things. Just uh, say it more quickly <laughs> or, or don't take as much time saying it, something like that. So anyway, folks, you got to help me out, but I'm going to practice this. So, so I'm not going uh, uh, to practice saying the same number of things using less time. So, you know, if, if you just feel like doing a little reading that's not the news and isn't, um, you know, whatever else you got to read every single day, Go to Wikipedia, uh, you know, or whatever other source you like, and read about cybernetics. The history is fantastic. And I'll just tell you this. When you look at the, at the history, there's actually references to cybernetics pre-20th century. Um, yes, I said that correctly. Not pre-21st century, pre-20th century. And it all has to do with uh, these complex systems that basically are based kind of on feedback loops and, and uh, you know, circular causality. And, you know, you get, oh, it's, it's, it's fascinating stuff. Anyway... Um, I discovered all that because, uh, uh, of course, today we are going to talk about cybersecurity, which has been a, a hot topic. Uh, but as I was thinking about it, I thought, you know, this cyber prefix, we use it all the time. And uh, what exactly does it mean? So, um, but today we're going to talk about cybersecurity. And, 
you know, it's not like we haven't been talking about cybersecurity on a number of, or it's not like you haven't heard it. Uh, it's, it's obviously been a hot topic ever since. Um, it's more especially so since some recent uh, events. So, and we're going to touch on that a little bit. But um, what I wanted to do today is really just have a little bit more of just a, a plain, uh, simple discussion to help people who are maybe thinking, I need to do more in this regard for my company. I'm not really sure where to start. I don't know. Like, I, I, you know, this is such a big topic and there's so much stuff out there. What do I do? So I have, a, I have somebody today who uh, is able to have that very plain and simple discussion. And she's working for a company uh, now called Tripwire, which is, which is focused on cybersecurity technology, not just for oil and gas, but for several industries. However, um, however uh, my guest, she, she's a... She's an industry person. She's she's been with uh, she's been with a bunch of companies in the industry over the years, and you'll hear all about that. So she's got a great perspective on this now. You know, now being part of the of the solution side, and I see I'm I'm coming right up against the five minute mark here, and uh, I'm going to get in trouble for this one again because I think I was supposed to make it shorter. But anyway, uh, enough of that. Oh, by the way, welcome to the Oil and Gas Tech Podcast. Uh, you knew that already, but I'm supposed to say it. Brought to you right here on the Oil and Gas Global Network, the largest and most listened to podcast network aimed exclusively at the oil and energy industries and so i appreciate you listening and uh that's it i'm gonna wrap it up and well i'm gonna wrap up this part we're gonna go into the next part so ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the oggn spotlight Brittany palmer all right folks welcome back i know that you always enjoy that happy musical interlude, but it is now time for our guest. And I am here, uh, as promised, with Brittany Palmer from Tripwire. We are in the remote configuration today because we could not be at the Canon. Uh, there's a whole story behind that, but I'll, I'll save you that particular story. And we'll just uh, we'll just jump right in. So Brittany, thanks, thanks for making time again, uh, even though you already made time once, but I appreciate you making time again. Thank you. I'm glad to be here, and uh, I'll, I'll do it again for you, Mike. <laughs> okay. So things about you. I know that you're with this uh, company, Tripwire, which is not a startup. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, and as, as cool and trendy as Tripwire sounds, you actually have some experience with some old-fashioned oil and gas companies like NOV and Baker Hughes, and uh, uh, and you've like lived, from what I can tell, just in our little warm-up chat like you've lived all over texas i think so uh mm -hmm. anyway what else uh, tell what else you want to tell us before we before we get yeah into, so into i've this. worked in oil and gas for gosh over a decade now started with baker hughes and in working on the completion side and fracking got my feet wet in the oil industry and lived out in midland you know during 2012 2014 some good times yeah and, yeah, those, yeah. Were, those were right before Right before it wasn't good times. Yes, yes. So yeah. I've been through a couple of these waves. Yeah, um, yeah. did some time in Houston and then uh, Denver. <laughs> did and some now, time. yes, did some time. <laughs> was it was it because if it was 2014, 2015 that you were in Houston, that was like doing time. Yes, it was. Um, it was it was rough, but you know we all made it. We all survived, and we're we're good. We'll do it again. We did. I, I I always refer to it as the year of drinking lunches. Yes, because yes. there was nothing. <laughs> Because there was nothing to do. 
<laughs> it was just completely dead. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to oh. order the beer or the wine? Or you want yeah. To yes. The it? answer yes. is yes. So, yeah. um, yeah. So, but we survived, as you said, we survived it. Right. So, yes. so, and yes. then you, then you went on to do, uh, what was it again? I, I went on to do, um, I, I owned a company in Denver called bar three, which is a boutique fitness studio. Ah. Super fun. It was great. And we sold it back in 2019 and moved back to the, the Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas area. Mm. Uh, we, we needed to get back to God's country here in Texas. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we started a family and, and got back to Texas and I dove right back into oil and gas with NOV and worked more on the drilling side and sold some drilling services and really enjoyed that and met some wonderful people there. And then this year I jumped over to the fun topic of cybersecurity. Cybersecurity, which yeah. which almost no one wants to talk about right now. But um, yeah, that's that was facetious. Everybody, wants to talk about <laughs> I got it. <laughs> cybersecurity, but I think you got some interesting things. There's some things that we can cover here that are kind of unique. Um, especially, uh, you know, I'm interested to know since you since you do have that more traditional uh, oil and gas background with people like Nov and mm-hmm. Hughes. Um, I got to believe that that because because Tripwire is a cybersecurity uh, focused company, but not necessarily only on one industry. Right. I mean, you guys right. are, are kind of bringing that to a bunch of places. But um, but the fact that they hired you a few months ago tells me that they are particularly interested in helping out all of our friends here in oil and gas. Right. I, I guess that's that's part of the mission. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're we're really getting big into the industrial side, and oil and gas falls underneath that umbrella. We have we have some of that. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. so we we're you know we've been predominantly in commercial, pharmaceutical, automotive, manufacturing, um, Department of Energy, uh, DOE, you know, all these other industries, and so they brought me over to focus on the oil and gas vertical, just because yeah. I know the operations, I understand their pain points and what some areas of vulnerabilities might look for the oil and gas industry. And that's why they brought me over here. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, good. Well, and, and uh, I think you said earlier, this is earlier before we turned on the mics, folks, mm-hmm. you didn't hear this part. Um, then you started like with tripwire right before that little incident on the East coast, right. That everybody was talking about. Yeah, I did. And it was, it, I started and then that happened and we can say it, it's called Colonial. Yeah, yeah, they all know who they are. Yeah, 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 and it happened. And then that, you know, that popped up a lot of uh, awareness on people's radar. And that opened up a lot of doors for conversations of, well, tell me about this. I've, I've not had this before. I don't think I needed it before, but I don't want, I don't want that to happen to my company and my business. Yeah. So let's, let's have a chat. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there was also... Somebody at Tripwire said, "Holy cow! I'm glad we just hired this oil and gas person, because yeah, uh, yeah, because because here it comes." All right, so let's so let's talk about that colonial thing real quickly because mm-hmm. um, I've had a few people on the show who have talked about this, but the thing that is interesting to me that um, I don't know sometimes kind of escapes people is um, how we ended up in a situation like you said where we're worried about this because it wasn't always the case, right? Mm -hmm. It used to be that these ICS worlds, uh, you know, OT, as we like to say now, we didn't worry so much about um, cybersecurity because it wasn't, they weren't connected to anything. They were just standing alone, right? Like if you wanted to hack into a pipeline, you had to like walk out to the 
the pipeline and actually, and actually, uh, you know, like drill into it or whatever you did. I don't know. But, um, so in your, in your experience, you know, as you were working with NOV and Baker Hughes and those guys and, 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 and here comes the IT world wanting to hook up all these, you know, new things to this, to this, uh, ICS world. I mean, did you, were there people saying like, hang on, this might, this might be a problem. Like how, how did it like, just talk about a little bit about how that all came into being because it's a new phenomenon, right? Yeah. You know, well, this wasn't really an issue 10, 20 years ago, uh, but people are getting creative and getting wiser on how to, I mean, everyone's after money. They're after something monetarily. And this is a great avenue to go get that is to get into someone's network, hold their company for ransom. And until you pay that, ransomware, they, they've got you pigeonholed. And so that just wasn't, yeah, that was around 20 years ago. It just wasn't around as much. People were doing it in different ways. You know, have you ever had, you know, fraud on your credit card, someone take your credit card number, you you stop, you panic. And it's a lot easier to recover, a lot easier to recover from that. But people are going, okay, I need to take a closer look at this. Not because of what if it could happen, it's the long-term effects of if it yeah. does happen. Yeah. Well, what is this ten, long-term ten, effect? Yeah. Ten, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we didn't have everything connected. Right. Right. Like, like, like now we want to put our refrigerators and microwaves on the internet. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, um, and not that we're connecting our pipelines and our refineries directly <laughs> to the internet, but we are connecting them to outside to outside networks that are ultimately connected to the internet. Right. So that gives, that creates a whole new opportunity. Like, yeah. Can, yeah. There, yeah. There's, there's more vulnerabilities now than there ever was. That's right. been the biggest change that people need to really think about is you have a house and you have windows and doors on there. And now every wall has a window and door times 10. So the vulnerability of someone yeah. getting in there is just exponential. That, that yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Right, right. So, all right. Um, and I, you know, and I've heard that uh, as as we were going through this metamorphosis, wanting to connect everything, we we had some people in the OT world, right? In the mm-hmm. you know the the old timers saying, kind of like complaining loudly. Right. Like we don't want you to like, like we kept these things separate for a yep. reason. And, uh, but digital transformation, it will be stopped by no one. And so, uh, which is good. We need it. You know, we did, there's a lot of good, uh, good things that can happen. So, so what do I do? Like if I'm a, I, like if I'm sitting here and I'm looking at my operation and I go, all right, well, I know we got to bring in all these things that are connect- connected to data because they want to send the data to the cloud. And that makes me nervous, but they want to do all these analytics to help me run my operation better, which is great, but it makes me nervous. Like, what is this, is this where I like call like, like dial 1-800-TRIPWIRE? Can I speak to Brittany, please? Yes, you call me. That's exactly <laughs> what you do, Mike. And then, what do you, uh, and then what do you tell me when I do? Well, that? you're gonna give, you're gonna call me and reach out to someone at Tripwire, and we're gonna talk to you about, you know, what what is your biggest thing? Is it, you know, adhering to a, a, a policy framework, a NERC SIP, a NIST, an IEC? What Whoa, does that look like? That's a lot of terminology there. Yes. Yeah. I. What if I don't know what any? <laughs> what if I don't know what any of that means? So those are configuration policies in. 
it most companies uh-huh. have to adhere to one of those policies and when they're audited if they're not they can get penalized and pay and pay fines and it can go down a dark rabbit hole so right okay. when you're adhering to these policies you can check that off in an audit and move forward with your business in gotcha. our gotcha. our product our technology adheres to all of those policies so as a company when they're when we start having conversations you know very beginning discovery conversations we're asking you know um, we want to help keep your IT oper- IT and OT operations up and functional we want to help provide security into your mm-hmm. network and we also want to help um, help you adhere to these configuration policies and if not we want to help you get there and that's how the that's how the process starts right so um and, and this this comes up a lot whenever we talk about this subject which is that people don't just need a um you know they don't just need like like click here to download and install mm-hmm. they need like help working through mm-hmm. the whole strategy and the process and things like that. Right. Cause there's a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a lot to think about in the process here at Tripwire. We hold your hand the whole way and I really feel that really separates us from a lot of the other cybersecurity companies out there. Cause they can just sell you a software, download it and walk away. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that you're seeing, you're having visibility to what you want to see and what maybe you didn't think that you needed to see using our experts. And we go through the whole process, starting off with that discovery uh, meeting, understanding what your needs and wants are. Um, Sometimes we meet with customers and they, you know, I just, they go, I just started here. I inherited this network. I don't even know what's on it. Well, let us help you do some asset discovery. Let us help you with that. Or you meet with some folks that they know everything. They just need to see what's vulnerable. So we talk, we have those conversations to really use the word, you know, discover and see what's what's going on, what they need, wh- where they want to go on to the next step. And then, you know, we can gather a PCAP. We can do a proof of concept. We can fire up the software in, in all of our products and capabilities and show them the, the spectrum that we have from everything from the IT to the OT side and bridging those together to give you that complete visibility. And all of our software integrates with each other as well as with um, other mm-hmm. products and, and other systems and networks out there. So we do integrate with those. And then going back to that process I was talking about from there, after we've shown you in, you've, you've been able to capture and really see what it can do for your network. Uh, you know, the next step is obviously that purchase order. And then we're still here with you. Whenever we deploy it, we're going to walk you through, I mean, everything from the administrator looking at the dashboard to, you know, the CISO going, how do I know this is going to work? We're going to hold your hand the whole way through and make sure that we're not only meeting, but, you know, exceeding those expectations. And then a lot of times we do, a post meeting a couple of months afterwards and we sit right. down with our customers and say, Hey, what do you like about the software? What, what do you wish it could do? And from there we, you know, yeah. that's where our new products come right. alive. And right. It, right. We, that goes into your product team. Yeah. It's really cool. I love those meetings. Cause it's, it's fun to, um, well, I wish it had this feature. Well, let's make well, that you, happen. Well, you love those meetings cause you're still new, but yes, 
because <laughs> I've because I've I've done the software company bit, and uh, eventually, so we'll talk we'll talk in uh, six months okay. later, see if you still love those meetings. But but um, there's some good uh, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, back up just a minute. Um, so by the way, I'm sold. I'm ready. Like I've, I'm 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 ready to sign up. But uh, yes, you, you you so you mentioned integration, and I did notice, and this is something that is giving a, a lot of people trouble these days, uh, which is this multi-cloud strategy, right? Or hybrid, hybrid multi-cloud strategy. Um, since the beginning, and you probably know this, um, uh, being, you know, working in oil, I guess, we've kind of had this notion that, well, we can put some stuff in, we can put some stuff on AWS, and we can put some stuff on Azure, and we'll put mm -hmm. some stuff, you know, maybe, maybe even, maybe even GCP. And we're going to like, um, and we're going to optimize the workloads based on the cost structures and the different uh, platforms. And we're going to have all this goodness that's going to come out of this multi-cloud strategy. And we're going to make it hybrid cloud. And we're going to run some of that stuff in our own data center, da, da, da. which like, so, and I remember when I was first learning about security back in the early days of internet, uh, when it was first <laughs> kind of becoming a thing. And, you know, like one, like the very first principle of security was simplicity is always better. <laughs> and yes. and we're doing the opposite with all these different strategies related to different providers and we got moving pieces and not and and I don't even mention like extending the cloud out to these operational environments because we want to do that too so how does um you know to me that's that creates all kinds of extra vulnerability uh versus just you know if you just had like everything in a data center and then you had your OT and you had, so how does uh how do you guys, how do you view that type of scenario? Do you tell people don't do that or do you, or do you have a way to help people manage the security in those types of uh, situations? Yeah. It's uh, a big great, question. I know. Yeah, that's great like, question. That's a, that's a, if you have a white paper on this, that would be, that would be really I probably fun. do. I will find out for you. You but, know, but generally how, how should I think about that? You know, it, it depends. Um, you know, yes, when you get on the cloud, it does open up again another vulnerability, but it's not a bad thing. Right. And if and you have three clouds, right, plus my own cloud, plus my edge uh, cloud, then you got lots of lots of clouds. Right. I mean, I, I personally love the cloud because I can access what I need to access anywhere. Sure. But again, that's a vulnerability. So right. you have to really understand your network and your business and what's best for you. And I, I take that. I, I, we Tripwire take that on a case by case and sitting down with the customer and understanding their level of risk and their, their size of their organization and their infrastructure of their network. Mm -hmm. uh, are we talking about a small, uh, you know, oil and gas company? Or are we talking about a super major pipeline company? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, another thing that Tripwire does is we can manage those services. And so that is a product, a, a service that we have, is managing those up in the cloud, um, managing all the, all those services for change detection. So we do that for you. In, so in all of those different um, hyperscalers, all those different providers? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some people, they don't want that. And some people say, yeah, I need help. Can you do it for me? So yeah, uh, it, it just depends on, again, what the customer's needs are. But that's something that we can absolutely help out with. But you can. Yeah. So it's yeah. feasible. Yeah. It's feasible. Um, yeah, because that is, uh, I mean, people lose a lot of sleep over that. So, uh, all right. So maybe this might be a good time to talk about, because we're kind of talking around some of this stuff, but like, what is, 
Tripwire actually do? And and by the way, I mentioned this at the beginning, but it sounds like a cool startup, but actually, like you've been around for quite a long time, right? Like, what did you say, twenty years or something? A little like over that? twenty years, yeah. Yeah, in this business, right? It's not like you were twenty years like doing something else, like like making circuit boards, and then all of a sudden you just, you decided to, because there are some of those, right? But you've actually been oh, yeah. in the security business the whole time. Yeah. And we actually recently got purchased by a large company called Belden. A lot of people know who they are. The cable company? Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. What? Why would they buy you? Because we were the only piece of the portfolio portfolio that they didn't have. Oh, they must so. do a lot more than than, than just the, the cables then. I that's all I yeah. know for is the cables. Yeah. And and route oh yeah, but they make like routers and switches and stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hirschman okay. switches and yeah. So Belden is our parent company, but we do run and operate as independent as Tripwire. But we, we do love our partnership with them. So a little bit about what we do mm-hmm. is you know we we do asset discovery which help identify what's on your network. Right. We have the ability to do to monitor device configurations against known good configurations in order to identify, hey, what's changed on my network? And mm. not all the time is changed bad, but right. we want to see what changed to go, okay, Mike logged in remotely after hours on a holiday week. That's probably not a good yeah. change. Or right. why did the chemical composition in this pump change Oh, that was supposed to happen. Okay, cool, or not. So we can move on from there. So we help you uh, monitor those changes um, and understanding if those are correlated to threats or vulnerabilities. Mm. Um, you know, uh, in many environments, industrial environments, compliance is the most vital thing. And so at Tripwire, we give you that ability to ensure and adhere to those compliance frameworks, which we talked about earlier, yeah, IEC, yeah. Uh, NISP, NERC, SIP, et cetera. There's, there's, there's dozens of them. Got it. So, I mean, in a whole, we really help you, we give you the ability to understand what's on your network and then anticipate any vulnerabilities or changes. And that's really where, where you get that cybersecurity protection. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. It's funny whenever somebody says monitor anymore, I always think of uh, remember that movie Enemy of the State, yes. Will Smith and Gene Hackman, yes. and at the end, like yes. the woman who's Will Smith's wife in the movie, she says, "Well, who's going to monitor the monitor of the monitors?" I remember that. Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot of monitoring to be done. So, um, so everything you you described, though, right, to me sounds like what you're really talking about is the the monitoring and the security um, kind of uh, appraisal and understanding, right? So like there's another aspect of security, which is actually like hardening stuff so that it's harder for people to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but I didn't I didn't hear that in your explanation so much, right? You're more uh, about the monitoring and the management and the change management and things like that. Do, do I have that right? Yeah, you got that. But to feedback on what you just said, you know, those are I kind of look at what you said was like a vulnerability, right? Right. So if you have a software downloaded in your network on your system, there's vulnerabilities in there. And so we help you detect those so that that does make it harder to get into. 
Right. But but what about things like just the way I've got my, let's say I want to like configure micro segmentation and my edge network, my edge cloud, and and I didn't do it right. And so I created, uh, you know, or the way I've yeah. cr- created like, like, so do you get in there with people and help them understand the actual network configurations and what works better and what, you know, how they ought to create their security policies? Is that part of it as well? We can do that for you, absolutely. Yeah, of course. You must be in sales. Of course we. Of I course must we. Be. Of yes. course we can do that. Yeah. Which, by the way, we don't usually let salespeople on the show, so uh, this is a rare. Uh, this is a rare exception. But, awesome. um, but you are an industry person. See, that's what gets you. That's what gets yeah. you past the. Gets you past the thing. So, all right. So this is good. Um, I, like I said, it, I, as if I were a customer, I know that kind of every you know people are swarming me with this stuff right now. Um, and it's kind of like, where do I even, I like, I don't even know where to start. Um, but, um, but, but it sounds like you've got, uh, like, like, like we have a way of doing this and it goes like this, right? So you can kind of take me wherever I am and kind of help me work with it going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We can help you. doesn't matter where you are in the process or, um, what your current state is of your network. Let us jump in and help you, you know, find someone that you trust, work with a company that whether it's us or someone else, I'd love for it to be tripwire, but it, it, I would rather you have someone than no one. Right. Yeah. Because I hate, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) I hate hearing about you're good. I hate hearing about these massive breaches and these cases of people going, Oh man, I wish I, I wish I had done that or I wish I had worked up some capital investment, for, you know, in, my, in that. And now that people are starting to become aware of it, they're thinking about that and really get with the company. Don't don't just jump and buy something. Really look into it. See mm-hmm. who that company, who they are, what they have to offer. Is it really going to meet what you need? And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just make sure that you're having conversations about it. And we're starting to see a lot of folks just. I need help. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Or some people are okay. I know what I need. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually, I'm really glad to hear you say that. Like, like if you sort of take off your, your tripwire hat for a second and say, you know, whatever company we're working for, what we all, the kind of the, the greater good, I guess if you want to get a little bit Zen is uh, the greater good is we want the industry to, improve and we want the industry to be safe and we want the industry to like like we all want what's best for the overall the oil and gas industry overall because um in a lot of ways and i say this from time to time you know the competition isn't just between oil companies anymore it's kind Mm -hmm. of like the whole industry is competing against everything else right Mm -hmm. and we have to get we we want every we want to get better right we want we want we want to collaborate we want to learn from each other we want all of this to uh i mean you you can disagree with me and say no 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 no. i just want to deal but i think i think coming from the industry (laughs) coming from the industry uh would you agree that that is kind of our greater good right now yeah i i I 100 agree with you on that and i think we're all trying to run this race together and you know, oil and gas is the lifeblood of America. It really is. Yeah. And you, you got to keep that, you got to keep it pumping. And you, you, if we all work together and- Got to keep it pumping. Pump it. I mean, <laughs> sorry, touche. Uh, <laughs> it took me a second. 
That's good. I, I'm also a comedian by night. So are you? Uh, are you? No, okay. I'm not. I think Just, I am, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I would keep the day job, but yeah, but um, but you but work at it. No, no, you're right. It is, and this is this is what we want. So I did notice that um, uh, there is a little bit of like. Like a lot of times, I look at a company like on their website. And I like to see like what logos have you have you plastered on your on your website? And you got you got some some pretty big ones in general, even outside of oil and gas. But but within our industry, there was this little company called Chevron that you had that you had on your website. So so you must be you must be making uh, you must be making a little bit of headway at least mm-hmm. uh, yeah. into, into the industry. So yeah. um, also some it looks like some electric. Uh, services, yes. which you know, from a from an industrial control standpoint, utility companies and certain aspects of oil and gas are not that different, right? Agree. The major difference I see is that utilities are a lot heavier regulated than the oil and gas <laughs> well, industry. That is true. There is that. Yeah. 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 Certainly more so than a, like a pipeline or a refinery or something. Yeah. But, you know, both of them have an initiative from the White House right now. They have a 100-day plan. Sorry, you saying that made me think of this. So they have this 100-day initiation plan of, um, you know, they they need to meet this requirement. If they don't, they can get shut down or get fined. And the TSA pipeline initiative, what it's saying is that, for those of you who don't know, it's you have to have a cybersecurity coordinator dedicated 24-7. That's mm-hmm. all it is now. And I think coming down the pipeline, and this is just my opinion, but coming down the pipeline, you're going to see a lot more um, of a tighter regulation or a tighter requirement coming down from the government because of what happened and how how uh, effective it was on sure. the economy, especially on the, West, on the East Coast. So I think you're going to start to see the oil and gas industry tighten up the regulations, just like the utility side. Yeah. Coming yeah. down the coming down the pipeline. Yeah, it, no pun that's intended. Another one. Yes. You gotta, yeah, yes. another one. No, but you're right because because uh, why would they say you have to have a particular person if they don't plan on like laying some more stuff on what that sure. person's supposed to do, right? Yeah. So uh, so that's yeah, that's a really good point. And once you bring the regulatory aspects into it, it does oftentimes create um, a cloud of activity. Not not you know not that we're talking about clouds. Yeah. But, <laughs> It's, it does. It's like like the ESG stuff, right? Like all of a sudden, everybody is like running around uh, like crazy trying to figure that out. I could see that happening. Yeah, happening with this as well. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, any good? Uh, like, I know this is security, and you can't really tell stories like customer stories directly. But like, any good like anecdotal? Um, you know, just to kind of help help people get a lot of times the stories help make things more real. Right. So, so any good, uh, you know, uh, these people were, were, uh, in trouble and here's what we did or anything, what, any kind of story. Yeah, we had, we had an all hands company wide meeting about a month ago and we had this really cool panel interview. We had a couple of customers on there with our president, Subaji and one of the customers we were, you know, interviewing him, asking him some questions, and he was telling us about how painful his last audit was in uh, back in 2020, mm. and just the the fines he had, how long it took, the headache it gave him and his team. Sure. Yeah. And so he he went ahead and, and deployed Tripwire and bought a couple of our products and. 
He said when they were audited again this spring of 2021, he the when they were getting audited, he goes, has anything changed? They go, yeah, we've we've deployed Tripwire, and he goes, okay, this will be about five more minutes, and we'll be done. Wow. And it was yeah, it was wow. a cool. And you know, for me to hear that as someone who does sales for Tripwire, that was that affected me a lot. And I, you know, that I got me yeah. excited about the products I sell because hearing that from an actual customer, a very, very, very large manufacturer in the United States, mm. it it made me release my shoulders a little bit and go, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. We helped him and his team sleep yeah. better at night. Yeah. And, so that's, that's kind of the reference point. Like, like everybody needs to be able, everybody needs to have that story to tell basically. Yeah. Right. Like whether, whether it's like, however you're going to do it, that's, that's the, that's the point that we all need to get to. That's, that's incredible though. That's fair. Yeah, and manufa- cool manufacturing. I mean, manufacturing is another one where, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially like process manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, you think of similar a, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Think of an assembly line or a room with thousands of robotics in there. I mean, yeah. you know, there's a lot to adhere to and a lot to make sure your, your operations, nothing slips. So this company, this CEO of this company was just very open with us. And he said it, it was life-changing for him. So that is fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, and it's, you know, so all those industries, manufacturing, utilities, oil and gas, the, we're going to continue. There's going to be, you know, you mentioned robotics, there's going to be more and more stuff in those environments mm-hmm. that's connected to networks that are connected to other networks that are connected ultimately to the internet. Right. Yeah. So, um, like we're not slowing down in the connectedness of these, uh, industrial environments. So, um, having, so, so I mean, like if you haven't gotten ahead of the security thing by, by now, you, you got to get ahead of it because it's yeah. not like, it's not getting simpler. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, it's just like the oil and gas industry is evolving to solar and wind. You know, it's same with your network. You've, you've got to um, evolve and get smarter and, and think about um, what could happen. And it's not what if, you know, it's it's when. And yeah. so let's let's be let's be prepared and ready. Absolutely. Yeah. We can have that argument later about the evolving to solar and wind, but, yes. but uh, <laughs> that'll be another episode. Um, no, it's, it's true. There's actually, in fact, even here at OGGN, the oil and gas global network, we are embracing the energy transition. We have a, we have, we have some new shows that are dedicated to, um, broader spectrum of energy. I mean, we're still, I mean, we're still very pro oil and gas. There's no question. Yeah, of course. But, uh, you're right. We do have to embrace these other things. All right. So, uh, we're kind of at that point where we should probably stop talking or else, you know, people (laughs) change the channel. So, um, but but if people want to learn more about you, about what, what Tripwire, I mean, obviously there's probably a website called tripwire.com or something like yep. that, right? Um, and we'll put that in the show notes. Anything else, um, you know, that you can point, you want to point people to? Or I usually try to remember to ask you this question before we turn the microphones on so you have something that you can say, you can say. So if you have nothing, it's fine. But sometimes people have events coming up or like a blog that, you know, people really, they really want people to look at. Yeah, you can fo- follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Brittany Palmer, or you know, shoot me an email. Uh, feel free to contact, reach out. We're here for you guys. If you have questions, we're an open book, and yep. and you know, we're we're here to help y'all. We're not here to uh, just sell you something. We really want to help. Um, the number one thing in oil and gas is to be safe, 
And yeah, it's yeah. not just with people, but with your networks. So right. we really want to keep everything cool. safe. Yeah, we're here for yeah. you. And yes, we will put a we will put a link in the show notes to your LinkedIn profile so that everybody can be sure that they get the correct Brittany Palmer. Yes. Because um, there might be more than one. You never know. Um, so, so we'll we'll put all that in the show notes. All right. Well, Brittany, thanks uh, thanks again. And and um, you, you get if you get to Houston, um, let's. Uh, we, we need to maybe we'll do a follow up episode or yeah. something. We gotta have you, have you been to the cannon at the uh, um, there I on Britmore? And oh, I would good. love to. I have yeah, it's yet. it's uh, I refer to it as the fabulous cannon on the west side of Houston. Um, they're they're great partners of ours, and I'll just do a little cannon plug here. Uh, in fact, you know, if you go so so. Here's something, Brittany, that you might not know, and this goes for anybody who is uh, in Houston or maybe like you're traveling to Houston. Um, if you if you go to, there's a few Canon locations now around Houston. Like the big one is over there on the west side, but there's a few others. And if you go in and you say that you heard about the Canon on an OGGM podcast, you get a free day pass. Sweet. Like how cool is that, right? Yeah. Like you get a free day pass, you get to hang out with all the cool kids and, um, you know, and then, you know, and then you decide that you want to go there all the time and you swipe your credit card and, and you're sold at that point. But the, the free day pass is really nice. So, Perfect. So, so you should do that. All right. Well, thank you again, uh, Brittany Palmer, the, the Brittany Palmer from Tripwire, formerly NOV and Baker Hughes. Uh, thanks again for making, uh, making time to chat. It's been good. Appreciate it. Well, there you go, folks. A nice practical discussion on cybersecurity. Maybe, uh, hopefully if you are, um, if that's your wheelhouse, as they say, in your particular organization, maybe you, maybe you picked up some good things there. Maybe you can uh, maybe you can get in touch with Brittany. She can help you out some more. Uh, as you can see, she's a fun person, so uh, you really can't go wrong. Uh, that is going to wrap it up for today. Uh, well, I, there's a couple things I got to tell you. Uh, the first thing is, um, remember remember a couple episodes back, I had uh, I had this new the new OGGN uh, host. Joe Batir, I had him on as a guest, you know, to kind of help promote the new show, which he's launching, uh, which he has already launched. And and you might remember, uh, and by the way, it's, it's a great show. It's doing really well. He's done seven episodes now, and and uh, people like it. And you might have you noticed that it was called, the title of the show was Low Carbon Solutions. And, of course, it's about, you know, like, new energy innovation and strategy and things like that. And, and uh, not that that wasn't uh, a good title, but, um, but, but long story really short we decided to change the title and and the title is actually energy transition solutions which you know uh you know i think you can work out what that means so anyway if, if you if you've already you know started following the show um you might notice that i don't want you to get confused uh you know because it's the same show the all the episodes are still there just a new title and and, and you know the artwork looks almost the same and, and it's still and it's still the great joe batir who is leading those discussions so uh don't be fooled and if you haven't checked out that show then you should it is the latest and greatest from from oggn uh and it's being sponsored by uh by our friends over there aws energy uh and they're always trying to do things good for the energy industry so there's that. Also, uh, let's see. Lots of stuff going on with OGGN. I'm not going to even, like, it, it just takes too much time to talk about it. So here's what you got to do. Go to, I know you all have LinkedIn profiles. Uh, we all hang out on LinkedIn probably more than we ought to. Uh, so look up OGGN, OGGN, <laughs> Oil and Gas Global. I think actually when you look on on 
on LinkedIn, you're going to find us under Oil and Gas Global Network. Um, uh, OGGN is kind of our, I guess it's like our call letters. Uh, and as I said earlier, uh, we, we've got a huge podcast network um, that's aimed at this industry uh, with all kinds of great content. And so uh, go to our LinkedIn uh, profile. You can find out what's happening. Uh, you can find out about the latest news, new shows that are launching. You can find out about these events that we're having. Uh, right now, the events are in Houston, but hopefully we're going to get out beyond there. Anyway, that's what you should do. You can also, when you do that, you can join as uh, a different LinkedIn group, but you can join the OGGN Street Team, which creates all kinds of fun possibilities for you to do good things for the industry. So that's what you need to do. That's going to wrap it up for today. As always, thanks to our audio fixer guy, Mr. Mac Roman, who not only makes us sound good, but gives us good advice to help you. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't help you do anything. It helps me bring you a better show. That's it. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. And uh, remember, anybody, like, I don't care if you're like, you know, you're at a bar and somebody at the other end of the bar that you're not even talking to says, eh, those oil and gas people are behind at times. They don't, they don't really uh, keep up with the latest technology. That is your opportunity. That's your cue to uh, go over there, give them that history lesson that you have uh, heard me say about how uh, we've, been, we've, been, we've been innovating and technologifying in this industry for so long. Uh, rattle off a few facts. Um, and, and let's be honest, if you do this at a bar, right after this, you probably, you probably want to run. But anyway, uh, as you're running away, you can look over your shoulder and say, we were tech before tech was cool. Check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of Oil & Gas Tech Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.